What is going on you guys and welcome back to another video. If it is your first time here, my name is Brandon. As always, we do have our investing academy as that first link down below. Today we got a quick, fun, easy video talking about the topic, what do I do after I purchase a stock? And it's funny on the internet and on YouTube and just everywhere really, we constantly hear about what goes in beforehand when buying a stock. We always hear about the research process and doing your due diligence, finding a great stock that's a great stock to buy. But very rarely do we hear about what to do after we've purchased the stock. And actually this exact video topic was inspired by a comment from Santa Marta Rock. She says, or he says, hi there. I really like your channel and specifically the way you explain new things. Thank you very much. I'm a new investor and to be honest, I think I check my portfolio too many times, almost every day. I was wondering if you could make a video about what people would do after they bought a stock. What metrics should I record at the day I buy the stock so that I can compare that to a later time? And this is such a common scenario that investors find themselves in. I've been there, especially when you're new to the market and new to looking at your brokerage account and you're going out and purchasing your first investments. So many people overwatch or they uh, they watch their portfolios like a hawk. And in this case, every single day, this person is saying, and it's hilarious. Well, it's not really funny at all, actually, when you realize it because it can actually cost people a lot of money. But it is funny how that's actually the exact opposite of what you want to be doing as an investor in terms of looking at your portfolio. And really, as I'm sure most of us know, and even this person, even in the comment, they say like, I know I shouldn't be doing this, but I check it every day. The best things we can do is to actually step back and not check our portfolio. And in this video, I wanna talk about exactly why that's the case. I'm gonna give you a quick couple examples and actually finish off with a great example of why we don't need to look at our portfolio every single day and why it can actually cause more harm than good. And I do think that to kind of start this video off, to kind of lay the foundation for today's topic, it is important to understand if you are looking to properly invest and properly buy stocks, you should often be phasing into a position and building up a position. It's actually quite foolish if let's assume you had $10,000 to invest in a particular stock, right? I have $10,000, I wanna go buy Disney stock. That's just the stock that I'm gonna pick for today. There are certain cases and there are certain scenarios when the stars align that that makes sense for you to say, hey, I'm going to put 100% of my money into Disney at this exact moment. But I think a better practice and what's more commonplace and actually how you probably should as a rule of thumb be building into your positions is actually phasing that money in. In terms of, let's assume for an example, of that $10,000, maybe we split that up into three different batches, right? Hey, I'm gonna take 50% of my position now. I'm gonna pop $5,000 in today. I like the stock today, but then I'm gonna wait a couple months or wait a quarter or so, or even longer to fill the rest of my position. Now, why do we do that? Again, it's important to have this understanding. Well, if we go ahead and put 100% of our money, we put all of our money into Disney or whatever that specific stock is today, we then are at the, we're at the grips, the grasp of the market. We have absolutely no control with how to actually manage that investment. And what I mean by that is if we have no more dry powder, if we have no more cash set aside, at least that we've allocated for a position, 
over the next week, over the next month, over the next three months, six months, even up to a year, the market can do a ton of different things, sometimes unexplainable. Maybe the stock in and of itself has some issues. And if that stock drops 10, 15, 20, 50% without any additional capital, you're just along for the ride. It's like your hands are pretty much tied and you're just like, oh crap, well, guess what? That's just the way it is. I don't have any more money to do anything with. Instead, if we take the approach of actually phasing into our positions and we say, hey, I'm gonna put 5,000 now, I'm gonna wait a couple of months and see what the market has in store, and then I can come back and either invest the rest or continue to phase that money in. Now, as investors, we're in control, not the market. And in my opinion, the longer we can look out, I mean, we probably should know this by now, over a three-month period, over a six-month period, the market is so unpredictable and there's so many things that can happen that are completely and entirely beyond our control. Whether that's a macroeconomic event, whether it's something like the coronavirus, that's kind of like an unforeseen black swan event, maybe there's some political issues going on that impact the market, maybe it's a company-specific event that happens. Regardless, there are so many millions of variables that are out there and the best way we could mitigate that as investors is to phase into our positions. Now, is there a particular time frame that I think we should set? Is there a specific guide that we should follow in terms of you know a schedule and how long we should be building, that, building these out? As much as I'd love to tell you guys, you know, a one size fits all for that, that would just be not possible. In fact, as an investor, you have to really factor in a number of different variables which will actually influence whether you decide to go heavier now, whether you decide to invest 50% up front or 70% up front or 30% up front. There's so many different um, possibilities. I'll share with you guys actually just, just some input, insight into what I do personally. I can give the example of a stock that I'm building a position in right now, and that's the company Lockheed Martin. The ticker is LMT, and I'm, I've done a couple of videos on this company actually quite recently, if you'd like to go check those out. But with this company, I've already gone in and made my original first purchase. And I'm not even gonna consider really adding more to the stock, at least for you know a couple months, I'd say. I'm gonna give it a couple months, two, three months, maybe a quarter, see how things have played out. Why would I look at the stock, um, again, with the idea that I wanna phase the, uh, you know, the purchases out, I want to at least give the market and give my stock some chances to give me some better buying opportunities. If I'm looking at the stock and seeing these quarter percentage moves up half a percent, down half a percent, that means nothing to me. I, and this is just my personal, you know, time frame, my inner time frame. And again, it does depend on each stock, but I would say at least a quarter. And in fact, I would say it's actually not uncommon at all that as I'm building up a position, that could sometimes take six months. It could take to a year. I give it some time and that's my personal opinion on it. And it's one of the main reasons why I don't even need to look at my portfolio. I don't even need to look at this stock. I'll just check back in a few months down the road and see how things are playing out. And then I can make my other, my next decision. If there is something that's so notable with your stock, right? If you're worried like, well, what if I miss out on, you know, what if something happens and I need to be aware of it? If you even remotely, or even if you very broadly follow along with the market and something major happens to one of your companies, you're probably gonna be aware of it. You're probably gonna hear about it in the news, you're probably gonna get a, see an article somewhere, and then that can warrant looking into it deeper. But yeah, as a baseline, again, I don't wanna put it like an actual set schedule, but 
at least a few months. Take some time to build up your positions. A great real way to think about this is if you were, for example, if you are a homeowner, which many of you likely are, or if you are maybe planning to own a home at some point in the future, that asset is very, very similar to owning a stock. In fact, um, I like to really think of it as a very, very similar case. Every single day or every single month, in theory, the price of your home is going up and down in value. And maybe next month, someone's willing to pay a little more. Maybe this month, someone's willing to pay a little less for whatever reason, but people don't even think about it. They don't even care about what's going on with their homes because we live there and we don't really think of it the same way as a stock market. But because we have access to these live quotes, because we get the 15 minute delayed quotes and it's super exciting, we get all these tickers and numbers, we are so inclined to look at it every single day. And it's just, um, again, I think it can just do so much more harm than good. So where was I getting at here? Um, what are some metrics that I would look record at the day um, that I bought the stock so that I could compare at a later time? Well. I don't, again, on the topic of brokers, I don't really think you need to record really much at all. These days, most brokers, I think, will have data such as your cost basis or essentially the initial investment that you put in a stock. That to me is the most important in terms of the price that you bought the stock at, what what the shares are trading at, or just how much you have invested in that company. Because again, that will come into play. You'll factor that in when it's three months down the road and you can say, hey, well, is it lower? Is it higher? Do I need to average up? Is it the same? Can I just continue to build? That would be one thing that I think is um, important to look at. So that's the cost you paid, not what the stock is currently valued at or the market value of your position. One thing I, one thing you could consider too is the market cap. If you want to look at a metric, I can think the market cap being basically just the overall value of the company, if you want to look at it that way. I remember a case where I saw companies, this goes back a couple years ago, but companies like Apple and Amazon had sold off for whatever reason. And I remember they had they had previously broken that $1 trillion market cap milestone, and then they fell back below that. So they were at $800,000 market cap or something along the lines of that. And I was just thinking to myself, looking at that metric alone, I see these companies 10 years down the road exceeding that $1 trillion market cap. So that was just another kind of avenue or another way of looking at the value of a stock, not so much on a per share basis, but rather just the whole value of a company under a trillion dollar market cap. I said, well, of course I want to be scooping up shares in a great company like Apple or a great company like Amazon. Um, That's another way to look at it. I think actually to summarize up this video and give just some overall takeaways, because I don't want this to be a long video whatsoever. And I feel like it's already going longer than I wanted it to be. But here I think is the main takeaway. As an investor, if you want to do investing properly, you do want to aim to build in and phase money into positions. That's very, very important. That I think is, you know, we got to take that off rule number one. We have to come in with that same mindset. The second objective is that we want to get our positions. I'm going to turn that off too. We want to get our positions fully built and fully developed. That's obviously a goal but we don't need to rush that process. Building up positions do take time. And it's often the patient investors that can be rewarded because they're not putting all their powder, all their dry powder up all in front. They take time to get better prices on assets. That's just a simple way about it. And when you're hovering over your portfolio like a hawk, you are far more inclined, first of all, because all your attention's here and everything you can think about is just, well, what do I do with all this money I have? And what do I do with my portfolio? When you're so caught up in the moment, you really put yourself in a bind 
when all you have to do is step back and understand that if we are patient when it comes to buying stocks and building up positions in our portfolio, we will be rewarded for that. It's surprising how often we see market pullbacks and market corrections. We we don't think we don't tend to think that they happen all the time, but they do. If you look into it, market corrections like a 10% pullback, those happen almost every year. I think it's every th- you know 11 to 13 months, something along the lines of that. I don't know the exact numbers off the top of my head, but you do get these opportunities. You do get these value chances in the market, and um, how how can you even? If you're so caught up in the moment, how can you even wait for that? And I, again, I'm just repeating myself at this point, but I am very excited to finish things off with a really, really great example here to just put things really in perspective if you are a long-term investor. I heard the example the other day of the company Walmart, and Walmart's been a company that's been public for over 50 years now, or about 50 years, actually, 1980. Now, that's 20 years. 19, that's 40 years. So they've been public for 40 years, and... If you were purchasing Walmart, let's even say in the 1990s, right? So not even at the inception of the IPO, but let's say in the 1990s as Walmart was kind of growing and expanding, whether you took 100% of your position and put it all in at once, whether you decided to phase that in over a a three-month period or a one-year period or even a two-year period, you just took time building up a, a position in Walmart. In all of these cases, if you found a great company like this that does well over decades, you would have been rewarded extremely, extremely well as an investor and you know it's funny how you know this whole video i talked about some ideas and strategies that i use to build up positions because obviously we want to get the best prices on stocks and we want to take a very methodical approach when buying stocks but this example to me it just it opens your eyes and it really gives you the perspective of if you can find companies that you believe with a high level of conviction are gonna do well over decade long periods you find a really strong company that you like you support you can get behind it doesn't really matter in the case of walmart again how foolish would it be 30 years ago to be so caught up about this hey maybe at the time the stock was a little bit overvalued maybe the stock was undervalued maybe the stock was you know trading at a premium in hindsight, that it's quite meaningless when you are able to take that long-term approach. So really, as I like to talk about with our students, and it's really a, a philosophy that I like to, t- I like to take, is when you think of your portfolio kind of like a tree, funny enough, but you think of it like a little seed and a little tree in the ground that you're planting in your backyard or whatever, the best thing that you can do is obviously give it the care it needs. You give it the water, you give it you know the nutrients and whatnot, but you just let your investments do their thing. And imagine like if you're the type of person just keep looking over that tree and worrying about every little thing, you know, the sun, the weather, the winter's coming, all these types of things. And yeah, you got to make sure it's it's safe and doing its doing its thing. But the best thing you can do is just let that tree or let that investment grow over time. And to kind of get back to the topic of today's video, you think looking at your portfolio is going to change any of that? It's really, really not. It's only going to do more harm than good. I really like to take the approach that Buffett talks about where if you were going to buy a business, buy a business that you would be happy or a stock, you know, buy the stock or the business that you'd be happy to buy and own if the stock market closed down for the next 10 years. If we couldn't go in and look at our quotes, if they said, hey, no more trading for 10 years, the New York Stock Exchange is closed for 10 years. What are the companies out there that you would buy? and you feel that 10 years down the road from now are gonna be doing much better than they are today. And if you're a long-term investor, which is what I am, and you're gonna aim for companies like that, nice ones that pay dividends too can help you along the way, 
what's the point of looking at stocks on a day-to-day basis? It's just such a rookie, rookie thing to do. Again, I understand when you're new to the stock market, you kind of want to get the feel of things. And yeah, that is understandable. You do kind of want to learn and, and you know, tool around on the platforms. That's fine. But don't let that don't let that micromanaging, let's call it, of constantly looking over your portfolio lead to any uh, irrash, rash investment decisions or mistakes. Because again, to use the case of Walmart, some of the best investors that have done well in the stock are the ones that just bought and held. They didn't care about what the quarterly earnings report said. They didn't care about the analyst upgrades or downgrades. They just kind of let things be. But hey, that'll wrap it up for today's video. Uh, again, a short one, hopefully. Um, if you stuck around this far in the video, I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on this topic and building up stocks and what to do after. Well, it wasn't the topic wasn't building up stocks. It was what to do after buying a stock. Regardless, I would love to hear from you guys. So do leave a comment down below. If you did enjoy this video, take a moment to drop a big thumbs up. If you're not already subscribed, we post videos every single week. And if you have uh, questions and comments like this, drop them down below. This was a great idea. I get a lot of inspiration from the comments. So um, if you have any questions you like answered, leave them down below. I can do videos on them. And of course, as always, we do have our investing academy. If you are a Canadian that is looking for some additional training in the stock market, online courses, program, we have a membership coming soon. You can learn all about that down in the description below. But as always, I thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed and I'll see you in the next video.